Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title. And I'm so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And we know that all things happen for a reason. That the Almighty God, Yeshua, is in control of all things. And nothing happens in this world that He does not allow to happen or He's in control of. Amen? Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, let's celebrate Yeshua, who came to die for your sins and mine, so that we could have eternal life with our Lord and Savior forever. Amen? Amen. And so, if you brought your Bibles today, please turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 15. And to lay the stage, Jesus is in the city of Tyre and Sidon, and he meets a woman of Canaan, who is requesting that Jesus heal her daughter. And so we'll start reading in verse 22. She says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered and said, I was not sent except for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him and saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. So brothers and sisters, we see a great miracle here that God performs. But here we learn that Jesus came for the Jews first. He came for the Jews. And the Jews accepted him and, and followed Jesus of Nazareth. And then eventually Cornelius, a Gentile, receives Jesus in his heart and is filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's ironic that Jesus, Yeshua, came for the Jews. It is very specific here that he came for the house of Israel. But now, later on in time, the Jewish people stopped worshiping Yeshua, and Jesus is a household name in the Christian world of the Gentiles. And interesting enough, on my first trip to Israel, I discovered that in the Orthodox Jewish home, if they find out that their children have even mentioned the word Yeshua with anyone, they can be punished. It's terrible. God is not happy with that. So the next passage is found in the book of Ezekiel chapter 11. And we'll start reading in verse 17. I will gather you from the peoples, assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things and all the abominations from there. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes, and keep my judgments, and do them. And they shall be my people, and I shall be their God. But as those whose hearts follow the desires of their detestable things and their abominations, I will recompense their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. Now here he's talking about the new covenant. Jesus is the new covenant. And when you believe in Jesus, you believe that the only begotten son came incarnated from heaven, died and was buried for your sins and mine. 
and you have repented of your sinful ways, brothers and sisters, you receive that new spirit that he's talking about. The Holy Spirit, where we are able to beat sin because there's power in the Holy Ghost and we can resist temptation. And that's what he's talking about here. And they will obey his commandments and have that new heart because Jesus is love. And if you have Jesus in you, brothers and sisters, you'll have the love of Jesus in you. But here he's talking about the Jews and some of them are going to be recompensed. I mean, he's going to bring vengeance on them. He's angry with some of them. And in the time frame we're in right now, most of them, because there's not very many Messianic Jews in Israel today. That's a believer that Jesus, Yeshua, came and was the Messiah who died for the sins of the world. You understand? Now here, he says that he will gather them from all the countries that they had spread out to and bring them back to the land of Israel. And you know that happened in 1948, amen? Amen. And on July 5th, 1950, the law of return was passed. It gives the Jews right to relocate to Israel and acquire Israel's citizenship. After reading an article written by a law firm that helps Jews return to their land and receive that free citizenship, one of the exclusions is anyone who has been born as a Jew and converted to another religion has no right to immigration to Israel according to the Supreme Court rulings. Messianic Jews who consider themselves Jews who believe in Jesus have converted to Christianity and are not eligible for the immigration to Israel. So now, brothers and sisters, God Almighty said he wants to bring all the Jews back to the homeland. But they're fighting this. Remember, Yeshua came for the Jews. He died a horrible death on the cross for them. And we find that in many of the houses in Israel, you can't say the word Yeshua. And then you find that if you're Jewish, you have Jewish parents and God Almighty wants you home to the homeland that he gave you. And they have passed the law in 1950 to allow you citizenship, just show up, come. They'll even pay for them to arrive, brothers and sisters. But if they believe in Yeshua, nope, you're out. Can you imagine? God is not happy about that. But don't misunderstand me. God loves the Jews. I mean, he loves them. They are his chosen people. And they will always be his chosen people, brothers and sisters. I assure you that. So this message is to wake people up in Israel. So turn with me now to the book of Zechariah, chapter 14. So I read in verse 1. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. So I want to point out here in verse two, it reads that I will gather all nations to fight against Jerusalem. You understand? We started off today knowing that all things happen for a reason and God is in control of everything and he allows things to happen or he 
causes things to happen. And here in this case, he is gathering all the nations to battle Jerusalem. And it's because, brothers and sisters, he's not happy with them, not accepting his son who died on a cross for their sins so that they could be saved. Let us find out what God does to the people who he allows to inflict pain and suffering to the Jews for their mistake of not accepting Yeshua in their heart. Reading from verse 12. And this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the people who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve while they stand on their feet. Their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets and their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. Brothers and sisters, this is an atomic bomb, a nuclear war, brothers and sisters. And so when God says, be ready, you need to be ready. You need to be right with God when he comes. Amen? Amen. And so now let's find out what happens after that. Please turn with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, and we'll start reading in verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Amen, amen. So brothers and sisters, that's the kingdom that they're all waiting for and he's going to set up his kingdom. So praise God, praise Yeshua, that he loves his, his chosen people so much. He's gonna take care of them. So turn with me to the last passage. It's found in Luke chapter 12, and we'll start reading in verse 37. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit and eat, and will come and serve them. And if he should come at the second watch or the third watch and find so, blessed are those servants. So brothers and sisters, we all have to be ready to meet our maker face to face, we don't know when he's going to come and take us. We don't know when you could get hit with an atomic bomb and go. You can't wait to the last minute. It will be too late to make up for the mistakes you have made. So get right now, brothers and sisters, if you're not right. Amen? Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, we all need to prepare ourselves to meet our maker face to face. And to do that is to take Christ as your master, your teacher, your example. Believe his doctrine and obey him, and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior for eternity. Amen? Amen.